Welcome to the Dave and Lisa podcast. Good morning, K-Star. Well, actually, hey, actually it's afternoon. <laughs> See, I, neither well, one of us know what the heck time it is. <laughs> well, look, if it makes you feel any better, I've been confused all freaking day. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at, I'm looking at, uh, like I was telling you, I'm, I'm looking at one thing saying 12 o'clock. And the other thing saying one o'clock, and I'm thinking I missed it when I call you at twelve thirty. So I, I feel like I'm ahead of the ball game. You today. are ahead because usually it's the other way around. Usually, uh, at Lisa. By the way, this is Lisa over hey, here. Hey, Mark. Usually, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Lisa and I have this thing. If we ever pre-sale that somebody's coming on to talk with us, inevitably they never show. They never call. But you yeah. are like. Way early, yeah, so usually I'm getting a text message the next day. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it's good to talk yeah. to you. Well, you know, I'll, here's the way I'll, I'd rather be. I'd rather be early than a no show. Yeah. So I, you know, that's that's a good policy to yeah, have. I'll, I'll take I'm that any way. day. I'm same. There way. you go. So what you been up to, man? Man, uh, you know, uh, if we're talking in the last few months i've been on the road like a madman if we're talking the last year i've been sitting on my ass doing nothing <laughs> well join the club yeah that, yeah we we get that a lot you're like lisa and I, we 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 didn't have that luxury we all we were coming in every day but uh we've been talking to a bunch of people and they're like we we've had everything from man i just i just uh, i sunk into my uh my studio and wrote so many songs to uh, I binge watched Yellowstone and Tiger King. Don't <laughs> well, Tiger King. You know, here's 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 what I'll tell you. After 25 years of being on the road and running around and 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 all the things that you know that we do, uh, I enjoyed last year. You know, yeah. I really did. I mean, it it, my, it was my youngest daughter's senior year in high school, um, so I really got to. I got to enjoy that year with her. My oldest daughter got married in November. So, I mean, you know, all in all, I, uh, I enjoyed uh, a year of lockdown. However, I will also go on record and tell you that, like anybody else, I didn't plan on having a year off the road. Right. So, uh, you know, so it was, uh, it was a little weird uh, financially to, you know, sink a bunch of money into like the tour and, and spend a bunch of money in pre in preparation for the tour and then do one show and then nothing. Yeah. You know, that was a weird year, Yeah, but it was, but all in all, man, all in all, I'm grateful. You know, I'm, I'm beyond grateful that I just really got to, uh, spend that time with the girls, and uh, and now we're back out on the road, and and life is good. I think it it everybody we've talked to has said, man, it was just good, and I realized that I was spending a lot of time on the road and not enough time at home, and a lot of people have kind of rearranged their life after last year after they after they've seen what it's like to actually come home and and be home with the family for a while so i think in and all you know they say there's a silver lining in every cloud i think there is some good stuff to come out of it yeah that's and, for sure. and, oh absolutely i don't i don't disagree with that at all mark i have to ask too uh so when was one of your first show, shows to get back to everything after the world shut down well let's see so we we played i guess they made the announcement in 2020 on march 12th 11th, 12th, something like that. 
we played our last show on March 14th, and uh, and then we didn't play again until July. We played July 3rd, and then we uh, played one in October, and we played some shows. I did some stuff with my friend Rhonda Vincent in Branson in December. Oh, and then we really didn't do much of anything until probably March or maybe April of this year. You know, I mean, I like everybody else. I think I think people were just overly cautious and and, and justly so. You know, uh, people were were nervous. They were scared about what was going to happen uh, and all that kind of stuff. And then and then I had my first show back in. Um, like March or April, we did that, and then I was getting ready to hit, you know, hit back out on the road in May, and got COVID. Oh, uh, no. my, my wife, my wife brought COVID home from a beach trip, and uh, so you know, so what I've been doing uh, over the last little bit is just continuously trying to make sure I still had the antibodies and all that sort of stuff. I've been doing the antibodies test about every month, and. Uh, and I feel superhuman still, so I'm good. Cool. You, I, I didn't know that you you did anything with Rhonda Vincent. I love Rhonda Vincent. So did you? Did she uh, uh, bring you into the bluegrass realm, or what'd you guys do? Well, she had a she had had a thing where she was doing like some Christmas shows, yeah. and a bunch of that stuff got pushed, and uh, and so we just set up shop in Branson for about three or four days, and did. Uh, and did some Branson shows and uh, and had a great time. I mean, it was it was a wonderful time. And so, no, I did not transition over to the bluegrass world. I do not have that sort of talent. I was going to say uh, you, didn't, you didn't you didn't get all up into the high lonesome, huh? No, I'm a you know I, I love that kind of music. Um, but man, I started out as a drummer, and that's still sort of what I I consider myself a drummer and drummers don't do so well in the bluegrass world. Yeah, there's not a lot of drummers in the bluegrass world. <laughs> there's not. There's not. <laughs> well, uh, Mark, you're going to be playing this Saturday out at 2920 Roadhouse. We're excited to get you coming to this area. Now, is this going to be a full band show? It is. Going to have the going to have the whole band. We're uh we're, you know, we're playing in Greenville the night before and then uh and then playing there on Saturday. So, yeah, it's we, we're bringing everybody. We're we're not doing anything this year. I told you know I told my agent when uh, when when 2021 sort of kicked off and they were you know they were bringing us some opportunities to do acoustic shows and stuff like that. I said, look, you know, all of my guys sat at home last year. Uh, I didn't work; they didn't work, and so I'm not going to do anything this year where I leave them at home and I go to work. You know, we're gonna we're we're going back. We're getting the boys back together, and uh, and so you know we've we've really we've really enjoyed uh, this summer and now into the fall. Well, that's cool. Okay, so one of my favorites and uh, one of your biggest hits, nineteen something. I, I love yeah. that song because I'm right smack dab in the middle of that song as far as my era. So, and every time we play it, I, I the discussion comes up, and Lisa and I start talking. Uh, have you ever been hit in the head with a Stretch Armstrong? <laughs> Never been hit in the head with one, but I sure did do an autopsy on one. Did yeah, and uh, I did. That the was red. actually the line of that song that really sort of struck a chord with me. Uh, it, I mean, every uh, almost 
I mean, every verse in that song is like just takes, and I think that's why it was so popular because it takes everybody back to their childhood. And yeah. by the way, I have been hit in the head with, and Lisa always says that's what's wrong with me. You know, to be so soft and squishy, those things are like a brick when you get hit with them. Yeah, they're not, uh, you know, everybody talks about, you know, the toys of yesterday and all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, and I will tell you that a Stretch Armstrong or the Incredible Hulk or any of those, any of those toys that were sort of, you know, set up around that platform, they could be dangerous yeah, because yeah. Uh, you get socked in the snooker with one of those, and, <laughs> and you're going to know it for a while. You had to be a survivor. You had to be yeah. a survivor back in the day. You know, not yeah, to, absolutely. Not to make you guys feel old or anything, but that's what I'm normally here for for Dave. Yeah. You know, uh, I was uh, at, at the pavilion the other night, and I went to go get a drink, and they look at my license, and they look at it so quick. You know, now all you have to do is look at a 19 in the born in year. That's all you need, and you they just you're 21. Right. 21 like yeah. that that yep. makes me feel old <laughs> well you know what if you if you had a lot i felt good the other day when i walked in and uh i was doing something and my wife had set a bottle of wine up on the thing and the lady looks at me and she goes i'm gonna need to see your id and i was like lady if you need to see my id you need some glasses <laughs> maybe you know because maybe, maybe she thought you were gonna you're old enough to get the senior discount mark well, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. You I, know, I'm. Uh, I, I wasn't. A, I wasn't really sure. I had a good friend that uh, went to. He works here on campus at Sam Houston State University. He stopped by the uh, Starbucks there on campus, and uh, she said he he ordered her co- uh, his coffee, and she said, uh, "Are you faculty?" And he said, "Yes, I am." And she said, "I thought so. You look way too old to be a student." <laughs> she said, "Wow." She said. You qualify for a discount. <laughs> I would have, uh, I would have had some fun with that. I might have leaned over and I might have been like, uh, "You, you don't know who I am, do you?" Yeah, and, you know, and just to mess with her, you know, and then and that's when you that's when you have some fun with her. you. Go, you don't know who I am, do you? And they go, "No," and you go, "I'm the dean of this school, and you're fired." <laughs> That would have been a great response. You know, I mean, just response. just have some fun with it. You know, hey. just play. We look forward to you coming. Have you tell us what you've been? Have you been working on anything new? What you what you've been doing? Uh, like for well, music wise, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it. But what I will tell you is that you'll get to hear at least two, maybe three new songs in the show, uh, and everything else that you're gonna hear you've heard on the radio for for uh, for the last 25 years. So. So that's uh, that's how we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. How about okay. that? Okay. All right. Yeah. So you get to hear all the hits that you hear here on K Star, which I was telling Dave earlier, like with I Do, like we did a bunch of slow dancing at the school dances to that one. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. Don't, so, don't don't get yourself in trouble now. So I gotta know how did how did it feel to have ninety eight degrees cover that song back in the day? You know, I, I think that was sort of in that era when. Um, when they were st- when everybody was still looking for great songs and what i mean by that is if you think about it you know john michael had i swear and then there was a pop version of that and i can love you like that and there was a pop version of that I-, I think a lot of what happened during that decade was that you know there there was a focus on finding on on getting great songs and uh you know and 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 I sort of took that as a feather in my cap 
with you know with with finding great songs with having great songs um you know you 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 record a great song and then somebody else comes along and they're like yeah that's a great song too i mean you know i i did the same thing with brian mcknight i mean you know back at one was uh was brian wrote that song and they approached me about you know doing a country version of it and i was like you know absolutely i i love that song i love his singing but everything else that we did, you know, uh, almost doesn't count. Brandy re-recorded that. Uh, Ninety-eight degrees re-recorded. I do cherish you. I, I I just feel like that was one of those times. You know, you go back to the the fifties and sixties, and maybe even the seventies in country music, and there was a lot of different versions of the same song. And uh, and I kind of feel like we were sort of in that that. Uh, we were kind of in that pattern then that people would just look for great songs. Yeah, now that you bring it up, that's true. That that was like a big big part of that era of having a country version and a pop version. And, yeah, I, I feel like we're not hearing that right now. I don't know. Well, I think because I think, I think because they have tried so hard to make country music pop. Ah. And so it's very difficult to take a country song that they've tried so hard to make pop and make a pop version of it. I'm glad you we've, said that. I was thinking that exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we've blurred we've blurred the lines. We've blurred the lines so much between you know between country and pop. And and don't get me wrong. I mean that's okay. You know that's that's quite all right. If you if that's what you choose to do, uh, you know that's okay. But for me, I always wanted my music to sound country. I wanted it to I wanted it to be something that. If somebody decided to do another version of it, they had there was liberty to you know to take and, and do with the song, and uh, you know and that's again that's okay, but you know that's that's just that's who I am and that's that's sort of where I'm from. You know, I I went to a Steve Warner show Sunday night, and when, when every song he sang is kind of like your deal, you know, every song you 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 play, you're like, oh man, I forgot about that one. I love that song. One of the things yeah. that I thought about while I was sitting there listening to Steve is you just don't get to hear great songwriting like that. And and with your songs, like Wish You Were Here, you know, Jacob Slatter, songs that tell a story, man. I just, I miss that, and, and I appreciate that in your music. Well, that's always what I try to do. You know, if you go back and you and you just pick up a record or, or go to, you know, you know, you buy the record or you go to Spotify or whatever, wherever you choose to get your music from. Go back and just listen to a Mark Wills record, and those records are full of story songs. Yeah, I, I was it. never. Don't get me wrong, man. I, I'm not. I'm not lobbing grenades here at anybody. No, no. I, but I, I was, totally understand. But yeah, but I was never a fan of the brainless stuff. I always wanted to hear a good story. That to me is what made Merle Haggard, made George Jones, made Conway Twitty made, uh, you know, Ronnie Millsap. That's, that's the music that I grew up listening to, and that's what I, when, when I got into the country music industry, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be one of the people of that 90s era, early 2000s era music that told great stories. Because I feel like if you tell great stories, great stories, they don't go out of style. You know, they're they're always a great story, and that's something that, you know, that's something that I kind of felt like would be something that would be around forever. You know, storytelling is storytelling is something that you never get tired of. 
And uh, and to me, that's that's what I always wanted to be was a storyteller. Yeah, well, you said it made made artists like George Jones, Merle Haggard, Tammy Wynette. That it really made country. That's what country music is 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 telling that story and getting into your soul and your heart and uh, relating, you know, uh, circumstances. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. agree. And, and just and I appreciate you for for staying true to those. Yeah, and Mark, I have to ask too. You know, uh, staying true to that. Uh, who's on your radar right now that you would say is a current storyteller that's a good singer songwriter out there? You know, that's that's kind of a difficult question because I think that the the genre has transitioned so much into. Um, into it being more about the, the pop style of music. Um, I don't know that there's a lot of great storytelling out there right now. I think that, you know, I think that there, I think that uh, some of Luke's stuff, uh, Combs, you know, and, I, and, and honestly, some of the earlier Luke Bryan stuff, I think that was, you know, I, one of my favorite songs of his is Roller Coaster. I love, I love those songs that kind of, you know, just paint that picture for you. I, and uh, and I truly believe that country music will start to swing its way back to uh, to the storytelling aspect. And Scott, I, I think that they're out there. I just don't think that we're getting to hear them. I don't think we're getting... Uh, they, they don't get the, uh, the exposure that they deserve. But I, I think they're still out there. There's still a lot of people out there writing good music and telling good stories. I, I, but I'm like you. I'm, I'm hoping that it comes back around and that kind of a song gets popular again because I, I know they're out there. They're just not getting the exposure that they deserve. And so that, right. there's so many good songs out there that never see the light of day, and it's a shame. Well, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think that I think that's that's exactly what I was saying. It's not that they're not out there. It's just that what's being pushed to radio and stuff like that, it, unfortunately, it's it's it doesn't fit the narrative that yeah. they're trying to do right there. It's it's they're trying to they're trying to sort of make it you know that that three minute jingle sing along. That's why so many so many choruses are whoa whoa whoa's and oh oh oh's. Yeah. You know, it's 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 more about that than it is you know, the, the storytelling aspect. But I, like I said, I've got faith that it'll come back to uh, to telling good stories. There's stories out there. They're just about tailgates and cold beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slide your sugar shaker on up That's in my right. truck. That's, That's about right. it. <laughs> That's right. 